Hey guys, welcome to uh, Bible Prophecy for today. This is where I give news and views that you're going to hear about in the mainstream media from a West Texans biblical point of view. Hey folks, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather. And I'm going to finish up what I started today uh, with the episodes. So uh, I talked earlier on the episode that I posted that um, there was other things that I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't quite talk about because I was going to upload it to YouTube. Well, upload it to Rubble, not to YouTube yet. I'm going to try out my new channel um, on YouTube, I think is what I'm going to do. Because uh, I get one more strike on the channel that I have now, and they're going back like last year finding stuff. And uh, they'll take it all down. And so, um, why poke the beast if you don't have to, right? So, I'm going to upload to another channel. Now, I don't know if you guys are, are aware, but I do have another channel um, on YouTube. And it's called A Moment with the Savior. A Moment with the Savior. And I just have like little short videos on there about just, you know, Bible study. This really short, like maybe four to five minutes long. And uh, I think the longest video that I have is like 10 minutes. And so... But I'm going to upload these videos to that channel, A Moment with the Savior, while I figure out what to do with another channel. And so, um, algorithms and just, I'm just not that kind of person. I'm not going to say, click here and subscribe and hit the bell and all that whole spill of stuff. I'm not going to do that because I figured if you want to hear me, you're going to hear me. If you don't, you don't. Um, you know, I, I give you news and, and views and stuff that you're not going to hear about in the mainstream media. And I try to give it to you uh, in, in an exciting, you know, upbeat manner, as upbeat as I can be with them giving bad news. But, um, you know, I, I do podcasting for the main part. But I know a lot of people are visual. And so I'm going to try to keep these visual, you know, videos to like maybe 25 to 30 minutes long. And so I try to keep them short, concise and if I can stop myself from rambling, if you guys have been listening to me long enough, uh, you know, I do go out on some tangents. But anyway, today, I got some things that I want to talk to you guys about that I could not talk to you about um, on the previous video. So this will be going to Rumble. It will also be going out on Podbean, iTunes, whatever you guys listen to on your podcast. So I'm going to end, I'm going to finish with the, uh, or I'm not going to finish, but I'm going to finish what I started in the other uh, podcast computing Putin politics and prophecy so I didn't quite talk about that I touched on it but I didn't talk on it for you know reasons pretty much blatantly obvious right so here's another one we can't talk about right what kind of society injects its children with experimental products now is the time to choose pull your kids out of public schools or hand them over to big pharma to be used as guinea pigs you know I'm you love you miss my favorite Leo Homan h-o-h-m-a-n-n Dot com. Yes. So what else do we have going on in the news? WND tells us why have so many young doctors died since COVID vaccine rollout. Folks, if you haven't noticed, my doctor even passed away. And I'm devastated by that. She was an extraordinary woman. Very sweet, compassionate. We'll never find a doctor like her ever again. So anyway, um, her name is Ruth Pilko Jaber. She was fantastic. Anyway, um, every 24 hours, a teacher is arrested for child sex crimes. You're not going to be able to say that on YouTube. It wouldn't be on there very long. Uh, this is going to be a winter like no other, folks. I guess in Europe, they can really see this beginning. I mean, where I live right now, it's it's beginning you know, to hit us pretty hard, too. But nothing like Europe. So, and here's one we cannot talk about. Court orders the CDC to release data showing 18 million Vaccine injuries in America. Yeah. Yes, folks. So let's just start with that one. 
under propaganda. You can find this at technocracy.news. Technocracy.news. Scroll on down here. It is posted by American Liberty Report and is posted on October the 14th of this year. So here's a little concise by the TN editor, which is um, Andy Woods. Yeah, or I'm sorry, Patrick Woods, not Andy Woods. Andy Woods is a good author too. <laughs> anyway, Patrick Woods. So America was warned by top medical professionals, scientists, and even TN that these shots were harming millions of people in America and around the world. The truth will now come out and all who took the mRNA shots must strive to rebuild their immune system and detox their bodies. The long-term effects will take a huge toll, folks. A lot. Note that 800,000 hospitalizations out of 10 million people, question mark, that's an 8% hospitalization rate. It means that as many as 18 million of the 230 million people who received at least one shot may have been hospitalized with an adverse reaction. Folks, that's astronomical. So the article continues and it says more than 18 million people were injured so badly by their first COVID shot from Pfizer or Moderna that they had to go to the hospital. That's according to the CDC's own internal data with the court system or so with which a court just ordered the federal agency to release to a watchdog group. Yes, folks. So instead of alerting the public to the incredible dangers of these shots and completely shutting down Joe Biden's mass vaccination mandates, the CDC covered up the info until it was forced to release. Everyone in a position of authority at the CDC should be fired for this. They should be in jail. Anyway, uh, what good is a, quote, public health agency if it fails to alert the public that eight percent of vaccine recipients are being hospitalized the cdc started a vaccine monitoring program back at the very beginning of the covid shot rollout in december of 2020 you might remember it the program was called v safe people were asked to install the v safe app on their smartphones and then self-report if they have any negative effects from the experimental mrna shots which were released to the public under an emergency use authorization from the fda so a lot of people were eager to help because, you know, world governments had scared many folks very badly over the big bed virus. I think the big bed part. <laughs> anyway, many thought that the COVID shots were a medical miracle in late 2020. So more than 10 million people downloaded VSafe on their smartphones and then proceeded to get vaccinated. And so that's a huge sample size for a medical study don't you think i'm telling you so with 10 million people participating in the vsafe self-reporting system it gives us an extremely accurate statistical model to use when studying the 230 million americans who have had at least one covid shot the cdc tracked data in the vsafe program for the first 18 months of the vaccine's public availability up through july of this year but then strangely the cdc never published any data from vsafe hmm we couldn't see it we just had to trust the cdc uh, which had been caught clearly lying repeatedly so the cdc's main website or web page about the mrna covid shot still says to this very day COVID-19 vaccines are safe, effective, and free. That's the very first sentence on the website. Safe and effective. Mm -hmm. That's been the CDC's position for the entire time. The vaccines are safe and they cannot hurt you. Folks, you see the sarcasm in my face, maybe. Anyway, if that's true, if you're watching me, you can see it. If that's true, then why wouldn't the CDC release the data until a court ordered it to do so following a lawsuit by the Informed Consent Action Network or ICANN? The data speaks for itself. 
of the 10 million people who participated in the V-Safe, again, a massive sample size, 3.3 million reported adverse health impacts or AHIs immediately, immediately after the first vaccination. That's 3.3 million, 3.3 million folks out of the 10 million who participated in V-Safe. That's 33% or one third or one in three of those 3.3 million people, 1.2 million reported they were unable to perform daily tasks for a short time or for for a time after vaccination. 1.3 million reported getting so sick from the shots that they had to miss school or work. And about 800,000 reported being hospitalized by their COVID vaccination. The last figure is more worrisome, is the most worrisome. It says 800,000 hospitalizations out of 10 million people that's an eight percent hospitalization rate it means that as many as 18 million of the 230 million people who received at least one shot may have been hospitalized with an adverse reaction (laughs) they're not going to tell you that in the mainstream media Hmm? So a study published in June of 2021 by the National Institute of Health where Tony Fauci works that sick, demented little, <clears throat> sorry, anyway, uh, found that the hospitalization rate from COVID-19 for the total population was 2.1%. If you are under the age of 40, the hospitalization rate from COVID-19 is just 0.4%. For the shots, the hospitalization rate has been 8%. 8%, folks. If you actually got COVID without the shot, your chances um, of being hospitalized were um, 0.4% if you're under the age of 40. But if you got the shot, just one of them, your chances were 8% of going to the hospital. This means, it says, you are four times as likely to be hospitalized by the vaccines than by COVID itself, no matter what age group you're in. You are 20 times as likely to be hospitalized by the shots if you're under the age of 40 than by COVID itself. 20 times, people. And you can read all about that in the NIH published study, and you can click on it there for here and you can read it for yourself at technocracy.news so i can has set up a website where you can finally view the cdc's v safe data online the data was released on october the 3rd of 2022 under a court order and you can see the data for yourself so the cdc has been lying to the american people about the vaccines all this time there's no need or there there need to be legal consequences for this public trials and long jail sentences are necessary for anyone at the cdc who participated in this government uh cover up uh i don't think long jail sentences i think the death penalty they knew what they were doing Mm-hmm. They knew what they were doing. They killed millions of people, maimed millions of people. I think uh, it's like the Mengele. I think uh, it's the Nuremberg trials all over again. We're supposed to stop that from ever happening. I think the death penalty is what they need. That's my opinion. Anyway, this is going to be a winter like no other. Yes, folks. This is by Michael Schneider of the Economic Collapse blog. You can check it out at prophecynewswatch.com. Prophecynewswatch.com. So, it is starting to get cold outside. Are you ready for a winter that will be unlike any other? As I have been documenting on the Economic Collapse blogs for months, he says, a nightmarish global energy crisis that has erupted is not going to end anytime soon. In fact, it has the potential to get a whole lot worse in 2023 and beyond. Energy prices have already risen to absolutely absurd levels and now winter is coming. Unfortunately, many forecasters are warning that this winter is going to be a doozy. 
factories are manufacturing it. Anyway, uh, colder than normal temperatures are expected across much of the northern hemisphere. And if that actually happens, that would put a tremendous amount of strain on the system. Folks, if you ever go to geoengineeringwatch.org, geoengineeringwatch.org, you're going to learn a whole lot about what they're really doing and how they're doing it. Not just they're doing it, but how they're doing it. Anyway, for example, just look at what New England is potentially facing. According to the Wall Street Journal, residents of the six states which make up the region could actually experience rolling blackouts if this turns out to be a really cold winter. How's that? How's that um, green energy working for y'all, by the way? We found out in Texas it's not that great. Anyway, so New England, which relies on natural gas imports to bridge winter supply gaps, is now competing with European countries for shipments of liquefied natural gas following Russia's halt of most pipeline gas to the continent. Severe cold spells in the northeast could reduce the amount of gas available to generate electricity as more of it is burned to heat homes. Folks, this is crazy. It's crazy. It's coming. They're like manufacturing it. They're just printing more money and printing and printing and printing and hyperinflation. And it's all by design. It's all by design. Did you notice how it all kind of just started? And now it's this speedball rolling. You know, like the Bible said, tacos, you know, quickly. These things quickly. That's where we get our our word tacos and uh jd farag talked about it on his little prophecy on his prophecy thing uh, on sunday and i've talked about it several times last year i've even it's even in my book i wrote about it a lot and you guys know i drive a honda a little del sol and uh you know we like to rev our engines in the rev line so jd farag pastor farag if you are listening you happen to watch this per chance hey us women know what a tachometer is too. We do, and some of us race as well. So yes, we're very, um, very uh, uh, acclimated to what those are. Anyway, I thought it was quite funny. He goes, "Just for he, <laughs> he didn't mean anything by it. I just thought it was cute. I'm like, I've been using that for a while now because when you redline, you redline." Um, so anyway, it, it means faster and faster and faster. And so like the revolutions per minute. But anyway, we see these things happening so fast that once it goes, it ain't coming down. It's going to keep on going and going and going and going and going, right? So I hope you guys are ready. Better be ready. Got to get ready. The good Lord is coming to take us all home. Praise. Well, not all of us, just us believers. Born again believers. You have to be born again by the Spirit, which I'm going to talk a little bit about here um, at the end of the program. I'm going to read a little bit about it. Um, in John, in John chapter 1. Anyway, if you guys haven't, um, if you don't have a good study Bible, there's a bunch of them out there. But this one, this is uh, the New King James Version. I know you people out there are the King James only. They're like a cult. Anyway, <laughs> it says, know the word study Bible. If you guys um, get a chance to get that, I'll tell you what, it is it's fantastic. It's one of my favorite ones. It's um, really, really cool. I love it. Anyway, back to the article. You see, I go on a tangent. I try to keep these to 30 minutes, but, you know, I, just who I am. Anyway. <laughs> so, anyway, so the region's power grid operator, ISO New England Incorporated, has warned that an extremely cold winter could strain the reliability of the grid and potentially result in the need for rolling blackouts to keep electricity supply and demand in balance. The warning... Listen to this, folks. The warning comes as executives and analysts predict power producers could have to pay as much as several times more than last year for gas deliveries if severe weather creates urgent need 
for spot market purchases. So New England will be will likely be directly competing with the European Union for dwindling supplies of natural gas this winter. Unfortunately, there's probably not going to be enough to go around. Europeans have been urged to conserve energy for months, but much of the population is not heeding those warnings. As a result, many EU countries could be also be facing blackouts in the months ahead. The European Union could face blackouts this winter as the continent faces an ongoing energy crisis amid Russia's war in Ukraine. But Brussels is preparing for worst-case scenarios, according to EU Crisis Management Commander, uh, Commissioner Janice Lenarsis. We're gonna, that's what we're going to say that is. And uh, right there. Anyway, so you guys, if you're watching this, then you kind of have an idea when I start reading off names. You're like, oh, <laughs> Unless you live over in that part of the world, you're like, hey, I'm just a girl from Texas. <laughs> so, asked in an interview published Tuesday by Germany's R&D Media Network whether EU countries would need disaster relief due to the energy crisis, Lenarsis responded, yes, that is quite possible. If the, power is, if the power is completely shut off where you live for several hours on one of the coldest days of the year, what will you do? You might want to start thinking about that. I've been saying that for a while, for a while. I've been like, Alaskan prepper, mama bear prepper, all kinds of survival channels out there. Now is not the time to be goofing off thinking you got plenty of time, folks. You may not have plenty of time. An EMP strike, attack, whatever, boom, would knock out electricity, would knock out everything. And you'd be like, back in the dark ages, we'd be like, <laughs> oh, how do we start a fire, you know? Get you get your some get you some survivor gear like gear right now, right now. Go on, look at anything you can, everything you can. Write it down. Write. Get you a notebook, like a you know a real notebook with a, with an actual pen. You know these these little things here. They're called a pen. You know you remember how to use them. <laughs> no. Um. Anyway, and write it down so that you'll have it, folks. If you don't have power. You're not going to have your internet. It's going to fry everything. So it's not like is it going to knock out the power. It's going to fry everything your cars they're not going to run because your computer trips are going to be fried that's what this electrical magnetic pulsing thing does it fries everything unless you have an old vehicle like myself so i like old cars so if not get you an old vehicle if you can still find one but anyway everything's going to be fried your your laptops your computers your ipads everything everything's going to be gone everything's going to be fried so you're going to want to have this stuff right you're going to want to have these things written down okay and uh, you're going to want to have a heat source, not only to heat your home, but to cook. And so I did watch this one video on this. I know I'm on a tangent. I'm sorry, but I got to tell you this. So anyway, um, there's this one guy and he um, he had this um, bricks and he showed how to make a, this this heating thing with the bricks. So I remember those old radiator heaters. Remember because they radiated heat. They had the oil in them and you, heat, and you heated up the oil and it radiated the heat. Well, bricks do the same thing. And so if you get an alcohol burner, I may do a video on that because I got all kinds of stuff. Um, like you can see, I have my hurricane lamp back there. They call them hurricane lamps, not a real hurricane lamp. But anyway, <laughs> it's, you know, but anyway, there's all kinds of things that you can do. And so these, these alcohol burners, you pour them in there, boy. And he was taking the temperature of the bricks and it was like 600 degrees, right? It was 400, 500 degrees heat, but it radiates for a long time. So bricks and stuff will hold that heat for a very long time like you won't have to burn your like your alcohol burners all that much but anyway that just kind of threw that into into you know the front right there and i'm like guys please do me a favor just please you know humor an old woman okay and just get you some other sources 
to heat your home to heat yourself zero degree and negative degree sleeping bags get that go get anything that you can to um lessen the impact like i always say get a tent put a tent up in your house say you have a house but you live like where it's snow like whatever we lived on a farm and i remember um we had um uh, blizzards i remember like 1982 there was a terrible blizzard our gas lines froze everything froze well we didn't heat the whole dang house you know my mom and dad they they sectioned off the house and we stayed where the fireplace was and that's where you know we had you know heavy blankets and stuff and we just sealed off the rest of the house and that's where we stayed um but anyway you just want to keep where your heat source is and so if you do live in a house you know you can um put a tent in there and just heat that area in the tent put a bunch of blankets on top but anyway go do some research I'm going to ramble, stop rambling now. So anyway, back, it says, in Ukraine, much of the country is without power right now. So the Russians have started to systematically go after the nation's power grid. And at this point, approximately 30% of all Ukrainian power stations are not functioning. So blackouts have struck more than 1,000 towns and villages in Ukraine after a series of Russian attacks. The Kremlin has killed more than 70 people in the past fortnight after ordering rockets and drone strikes on ukrainian cities president Volodymyr Zelensky said 30 percent of ukraine's power stations have been knocked out in the blitz and sections of kiev have been left without power or without water and power following further blasts today so the russians can completely destroy the ukrainian power grid if they wish to do so will they go that far needless to say the weather is already starting to get really cold in some parts of ukraine and we are beginning uh and we are being warned that a long-term lack of power could result in an unprecedented humanitarian crisis man the who regional director for europe hans henry p Kluge said at the media briefing that the organization is working to anticipate and prepare for the challenges of the approaching brutal winter in its humanitarian response to Russia's war on the country. Folks, it's amazing how they know how brutal our winter is going to be. Geoengineeringwatch.org and you'll learn how they know it's going to be a brutal, cold, dark winter. Anyway, uh, Kluge, I hope I'm saying his name right, uh, remarked that the risk of COVID-19 frostbite, the risk of COVID-19, yeah. <laughs> don't worry about frostbite, hypothermia, pneumonia, stroke, and heart attack, but COVID-19 will likely increase among Ukrainians who are living precariously, whether in substandard uh, shelters without access to heating or by regularly moving to different locations. I just got the chills just reading those two paragraphs. He says, it is all engineered. They have a plan, just like they did with COVID. It's all been planned, pre-planned. It's all done. And it's the beast system. So, eh, in order for the Bible prophecy to play out like God said, these things must happen. And we see them happening globally. Now, things of these have happened in the past, but not on a global scale. Signs had not converged like they are now. There are so many things happening simultaneously um, that the Bible talked about. Jesus said, when you see this thing begin to happen, begin to happen. Hold your head up high because your redemption draws near. So, we know that these things will happen. It's not if they'll happen, it's when they will happen. The Bible says they will happen. They are happening. It's not, things are not going to get better. They're not going to get better. Things aren't going back to the way they were. They have a plan and they want to depopulate this world to at least 500 million people. That's their plan. 
And boy, they're working on it really hard, aren't they? Remember the frontline doctors again saying the other episode, the frontline doctors told us what would happen within two, two years of these vaccines. People begin dropping like flies. Look at them. Cancer. Everything. I did another episode the other day. Um, the rise over uh, in Britain. People are dying. And what's, their, what's the number one killer? Unknown. <laughs> they know. It's all over the world. All over the world, people are dying. Dropping dead, literally. The Haitian singer dropped dead on stage. Speaking of uh, dropping dead on stage, I was just uh, listening to Jim Arkell's radio program that was posted or aired today, uh, which is Friday the 21st. And uh, she had Pete Garcia on um, as a uh, as a guest today. They were talking about the Georgia Godstones. You guys remember those? And it had their Ten Commandments of their Georgia Godstones of the World Economic Forum, that whole thing. Yeah, uh, they wanted to get number one. Remember, not number one, but the one that they—I think it was number one—was uh, to get the population down to five hundred million. Remember, you remember? Yeah. Uh, so that's our plan, and uh, it seems to be working, right? Um, so, you guys, if you have not listened to Jan Markell's radio program, folks. Go check that out today because it's going to be well worth it. And if you do uh, subscribe to the Mark Henry Ministries, um, Mark Henry Ministries, I'm not signed in as you can tell, but um, go check that out too. On October the 8th was the Welcome to uh, Understanding the Times. And she had uh, Pastor Billy Crone, Pastor Mark Henry, and of course, Jim Markell. And they had a, it's kind of a, um like a, a bi-monthly uh, uh, prophecy conference now that she's doing. Anyway, it says, Ye shall be as gods. And folks, that's a good one. You need to check it out. You need to watch that if you possibly can, or at least listen to it in the background. Pastor Billy Crone is fantastic. He's at getalifemedia.com. Getalifemedia.com. Go check him out. What else have we got going on? Uh, yeah, you can probably tell it changed shirts. <laughs> change days to look woo uh video technology yeah so anyway i was uh, doing some stuff yesterday and uh with editing eh, you never know what you're gonna get so god is stirring and evil is rising uh is the russia ukraine crisis a harbinger of biblically predicted events so back in march of this year jan markell um wrote an article about it if you guys haven't looked at that you probably should because it says um, she has a lot of good things that she talked about. Because she has nuclear forces um, are now alerted in Russia. She says, talk about perilous times. This is 2 Timothy. Now, remember, she wrote this back in March. Now, look how much closer uh, the entire world is to nuclear conflict. And uh, you can thank Joe Biden. Joe Biden. You can thank him. Um, you can thank uh, Zelensky and uh, the World Economic Forum. All these people keep poking the bear. Okay. And, of course, now we have the pipeline, okay, that has been um, uh, sabotaged. And it's looking, I'm not saying it was, but it definitely looks like it could have been the United States um, that did that. We did have a plane capable of doing something like that in the area at the time um, that that was bombed or, you know, destroyed, sabotaged, or whatever you call it. And um, they look like they try to scrub the flight. And so we see a lot of things going on. Another thing that I took in my notes earlier as I was listening to the program that she was talking about uh, with uh, Pete Garcia on there. This is a different, uh, what I have here on the screen is a little bit different. Um, anyway, but uh, so what they were talking about is how um, all these things are happening. And um, Europe is being deprived. Like right now, you guys, I 
feel terrible for y'all over there in Europe, the UK, the whole Brit, everything over there because um, your energy crisis and they talked you guys into like shutting down your nuclear plants. We're going to get a lot of green energy. Everybody, they know that's not sustainable. They know that cannot possibly work. It's not feasible. But yet they talked you guys into it. And so now you can't just fire up a nuclear plant and start producing, you know, power again. It just doesn't work overnight like that. And uh, so, you know, you guys are in our prayers. Um, but, I, you know, I was listening to all this. And uh, it kind of came to my mind, you know, the Bible says that there will be like a 10-nation federation or a 10-kingdom in the end times. Of course, the Antichrist is going to rule, it's going to rise up <clears throat> out of these. And so it makes me wonder why all this is going on over there in Europe and it's centralized to Europe. Well, I think what it's doing is it may be crunch time pushing this all together so that, you know, these people are going to, you know, somehow the pieces will move together and these 10 kingdoms will come about and they're going to come together and of course you know a bunch of other stuff's going to happen but i mean the bible talks about that and uh, so that kind of popped into my mind I haven't really thought about it a whole lot but you know i was going to share that with you guys but p garcia has an excellent take on it which includes the united states of america the world economic forum did you know that there's three people behind the wef that has been um uh kind of um uh telling claus schwab what to do, you know, kind of been his, like, mentor. There's three of them, and they're from the United States. And I'm not going to tell you who they are, because you're going to have to listen to Pete Garcia. <laughs> Pete Garcia does a great job of telling you guys about it. I will tell you one of them is Kissinger, so that'll kind of give you an idea uh, of where that's going to go. But you'll definitely want to listen to her program. Um, or actually, don't just listen to it, watch it. Because if you, you get a whole lot more when you watch that program um, than when you just listen to it. But you can get both. But anyway. I wanted to throw that in there really fast. But she does have this great article here, which I thought was, you know, kind of ironic when she wrote it. And then all oh, this is even how much faster has all this thing come about since March, right? So Israel is on alert because they know that Vladimir Putin will not stop with Ukraine. And so much more territory is in his sights. And he longs for the spoil or the wealth stored up in Israel. And that's Ezekiel 38 and 39. Now, think back. Now, now look at what Israel has found. All the natural gas that they have found. So as we think about um, this oil, this natural gas that Israel has um, discovered, and it's a lot. Um, so we think about how does that play into the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war? Well, it plays into it because, you know, Gog, Magog, God's going to put a hook in his jaw and bring them down to come against Israel because they want to take the spoil, the booty, you know, whatever they got. The King James Version, however you want to read it. Anyway, that's what they're coming for. And so prior to that, I mean, Israel had, you know, money. They've got this and that. But until that discovery, tell you what. So there's a whole lot of stuff happening over in Israel right now. So pay very close attention to what's going on over there, especially to the two-state solution, which is not a solution. Um... That will ultimately um, be the demise of Israel. I mean, that's that's ultimately going to cause the rise of the Antichrist. And so that's going to be, there's this peace solution. There's got to be a way uh, to come up with this peace plan and all this stuff, remember. Um, and so when the Antichrist comes on scene, you know, in the, the book of Revelation says he, he's a horse. He's on a horse. You know, he's a rider on a horse and he's got a bow. He has a crown. But he doesn't have any arrows. So technically he's coming in peace. He's going to usher in this false pseudo 
peace. Remember when they say when they say peace and safety, peace and safety, peace and security. How often do you hear leaders say peace and security? How often do you hear it all in the news now? Peace and security. You know, you hear now the news, mainline news is always say, what are they saying now? Peace and security. Peace and security. Give us a person. Give us one person. So I think that's what they're doing in, in Europe. They're bringing this giant catastrophe. It's going to be across the whole world. It's going to be all global. It's their plan to destroy the economy, to destroy everything. It's the Great Reset. What do you think the Great Reset is? What do you think? The one world government, the one world religion, one world currency. How do you think they're going to do that? They are doing it now. Satan has has a plan. He's come to kill, steal, and to destroy. And that, folks, is what he's doing. This plan has been in, in probably instilled since the beginning. Satan has had this plan. And he's been fulfilling. I mean, that's what's happening, happening, happening. God is allowing it to be fulfilled because God is in control. He is sovereign. And so he's going to see the end of this. And God wins. We win. You know, we as Christians, if, if you're a born-again believer in Christ. And so... Anyway, guys, you can check out this article about computing Putin politics and prophecy. It's by Terry James at uh, Prophecy Line. Uh, go check that out, prophecyline.com. Um, anyway, he's got a lot of good stuff in there. I'm talking about a lot of good stuff in this article. So uh, let's kind of, uh, kind of skim through it a little bit. So it says the midterm elections at this point are weeks away. And I've uh, looked at it through the lens of uh, based on sanity, things don't bode very well for the political party in power. Of course, you know, he's going to say here, Terry James says, but perhaps many um, say the nation's culture is so corroded by the woke inculcation that hope is lost. The anti-God, anti-American voter base, plus the experience the election cheaters wield, means reestablishing in America anything like patriots desire just isn't going to happen. And so these well, if it, these well... Uh, these will, it is feared, sorry, find a way to retain all three branches of government, thus allowing the bureaucracy to continue taking America down the road of to totalitarianism. So, um, so some people or some believe that to avoid being thrown out of power, those bent on shutting down all opposition and resistance will invoke one executive order or another to cancel the midterm elections on November the 8th. One such possible um, action is steeped in genuine concern that has arisen almost on cue as Americans get ready to step into the voting booths. Folks, think about it. Remember, it's COVID, 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 died, died. Everybody's dying, dropping flies. Oh my gosh, get your vax, get your vax. You'll be okay if you get your vax, blah, 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 blah. Then that completely stopped and it was Russia, 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 big bad Russia, Ukraine, picking on poor little Ukraine, big bad Russia, Russia, Russia. Folks, they have to have a crisis. Remember Emmanuel? What did he say? Don't let a good crisis go to waste. That was um, Obama. It was under Obama administration. So anyway, uh, so you go on and you talk about it. It says, we've considered previously the great fear associated with the Cuban Missile Crisis of uh, 1962. And he goes on to talk about when he was a young man in college that they had uh, placed nuclear tip missiles just 90 miles from the United States mainland. Of course, he didn't quite understand the totalitarian of that. But as an adult, now he looks back going, wow, you know. Folks, I don't know if you guys know this or not, uh, but Q, uh, Russia has been moving their nuclear warheads, their things that they can um, uh, launch these with. They've been moving them, I think it's, um, I want to say Finland, 
not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. But if you go to Jim Markell's radio program today, posted today, October the 21st, and listen to the radio program, or you can watch him on YouTube, Rumble, whatever. Do check it out. Watch it. And they're going to talk all about that on today's radio program. You're going to want to hear it. Pete Garcia is fantastic. Anyway, moving right along. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll let the experts talk about that. So, anyway, um, so he goes on to say, so such fear, he goes, it seems to him, and this is Terry James, um, is now being deliberately generated by those in the um, current American government. He just says, uh, the most profound example of this is the current occupant of the White House saying right now, uh, or saying outright and publicly that Russian President Vladimir Putin is serious in saying he will launch tactical nuclear weapons in his war against Ukraine. Thus, because Putin's conventional forces are woefully inadequate to carry out their conquest in the war, Mr. Biden said that it is the greatest threat of all-out nuclear war in Armageddon since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Folks, let me tell you right now, Russia could literally crush, could crush Ukraine right now. And why they're not doing it? Because if you, if you go back and you look at this war, he's been very strategic on what they've hit. Okay, so far what they've been, whatever, right? And then uh, when they took out the bridge from Crimea, then he got a little bit more targeted. Now he's like targeting their food plants, their power plants. He's targeting water supplies. He's targeting things like that. And so civilians are in the crossfire now. Man, I feel terrible, but. Um, so we see how this is going and, and, you know, if Russia really wanted to, I mean, they could just, they could probably end this. And, but if they do use tactical nukes, he also got that, that blowback is going to come back on to Russia. And so I think he's got a lot of other things in his arsenal. Like I spoke about the other night was like EMPs, all kinds of other things that he could use and things over there are so volatile right now, not only with winter coming, uh, with them taking out power plants, their, you know, power structures. I mean, folks, it's getting kind of bad. It's getting really bad. And so uh, we're in prayer for you guys over there. I know it doesn't, I, I can't even imagine. I just, I, I can't fathom that. But um, he goes on to say that this is a thing no president or anyone within his administration would have done previously, given the panic that might ensue among the American public. This is what he said. He goes, that's exactly what Biden said. He's not going to go there. <laughs> He's not really running the show. Anybody with their brain in their head knows that man doesn't have any idea what is going on. He doesn't know. He doesn't even probably know who the hell he is. He has no idea. Talk about doppelgangers, man. He has no idea. And another thing, you're going to want to listen to um, Pastor Billy Crone and uh, Pastor J.D. Farrar kind of hit on it, too. It's called Human Transhumanism 2.0. Folks, if you think the brain cells in a Petri dish playing Pong, that that's as far as they've gotten, no, folks. That's just what they want you to know. Like you said, we're like 20 to 50 years behind what they've already done or discovered or some Frankenstein thing that they've already made, right? So, you know, and it, could it be human? Could it not be human? Who really knows? Is it robotic? Who really knows? I'm just, you know, throwing that out there. But they are, a lot of them are, most of the leaders in our world are demon-possessed. I mean, straight up you can tell they are demon-possessed. Anybody that thinks this is normal is, is sadly, number one, they're lost. They're not a Christian. Because if they can't see the truth, they can't see the deception, then you know... That they probably have not been born again. So we need to pray. Because this is what this is all about. This is what all this. God is trying to get the attention of Israel. He's trying to get the attention of the Jewish people. 
He's trying to get attention of the people who are lost right now saying, hey, hey, I am doing everything I can to tell you, hello, <laughs> McFly. Folks, God loves us so much, so much. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance in his son, Jesus Christ. Anyway, we're going to move along. So anyway, uh, it says, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, I got lost. Does it come down to the possibility that those who are determined to maintain power are willing to go so far as to make people think nuclear war is inevitable? If so, why? Not only make them think, like make us think that, hell, Joe Biden, our, mm, they just keep on keeping on, right? Anyway, could it be that they seek the suspension of this midterm election? And are they willing to use the most fear-producing geopolitical diplomatic tool at their disposal to suspend these elections that many political experts believe will overwhelmingly go against the present makeup of U.S. and state governments across America? Folks, I think they'll use anything. They'll use anything at their disposal. They're evil. They're wretched. They're satanic. That's, that's what they're doing. They'll do whatever they can. They'll cheat, lie, steal, just like their daddy, Satan. Kill, steal, and to destroy anyway so uh it goes on to say are they willing to declare a national emergency and go defcon one the highest alert of impending nuclear war in order to keep people from going to the polls to throw the rascals out he says so we're gonna compute the prophecy and so while it is very possible that such a tactic could work that is the political strategy wicked as it might be could lead to the result the perpetrators desire the worldwide nuclear war wrapped up within the election suspending blueprint isn't probable or even possible. That is a global nuclear exchange that would fulfill man's greatest fear of thermonuclear war consequences isn't possible. Such a conflict, according to Bible prophecy from the pre-trib view, just isn't scheduled. So thermonuclear war that decimates the world is not stated to happen this side of the rapture of the church. And he says, and I'm not saying there won't be a tactical nuke unleashed at some point, just that massive nuclear war isn't prophetically scheduled as he sees it. I see it the same way. I don't see a nuclear war until the rapture of the church is out. And so um, you can go back and listen to the study I did on Revelation and the tribulation. Or you can pick up one of my books. I talk about it in any, uh, most of my books. So anyway. So he says, figured magnificently in our computation then is the rapture of believers before that end comes. He says, I, like many believers, since that moment of Christ's call, come up here, must be near indeed. And I do too. To be a part of that call by the Savior and Lord here is what you must do. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. That is Romans 10, verses 9 through 10. You don't need anything else but that right there. You don't have to be in a certain place with a certain person, blah, blah, blah. None of that. You and God. Right there, folks. Oh, goodness. So what kind of society injects children with experimental products? Now's the time to choose. Pull your kids out of public schools and hand, or hand them over to Big Pharma to be used as guinea pigs. Folks, that day is here, let me tell you. Oh, guys, I'm struggling. I have this whole, like, 
like sinus cold thing pressure so I'm, I'm trying to get through this I'm sorry uh, so that's probably why you see me um, uh, pausing and coming back on but I'm trying really hard I really am so anyway uh, the government pharma cartel is making its move on our children the CDC's advisory committee on immunization practices is scheduled to vote on Thursday October the 20th on whether or not to include COVID vaccination in the routine pediatric immunization schedule folks I'm going to read that again for emphasis. Now, remember, what did we just talk about way earlier in the program? 18 million vaccine adverse injury reports. Remember, how many deaths have there been? People dropping like flies. So I'm going to read this again for emphasis. Okay. The CDC's Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is scheduled to vote on Thursday, October the 20th on whether or not to include COVID vaccinations in the routine pediatric immunization schedule. You hear that right, folks? The CDC will almost certainly vote to give Big Pharma what it wants, to permanently shield Pfizer and Moderna from any liability or accountability for their unsafe and ineffective, and I should say deadly, I'm throwing that in there in my own words, COVID jabs. Folks, this is LeoHoman.com, H-O-H-M-A-N-N.com, Leo Homan. Anyway. You know me, love him. He's my favorite. Um, uh, you know, folks, if any parent takes their child to get these immunizations, if you're still getting your kids vaccinated, uh, are you doing any research? Remember autism? I never heard of autism when I was a kid. I don't think anybody ever that I knew of had autism or any of that stuff when I was a kid. We didn't get 27 vaccinations when I was a kid either. Folks, it's all an experiment. Everybody's been experimented on. Makes me angry. Angry. Righteous anger. What does the Bible say in the end times? What does that say? Sorcery. What's another word for sorcery? Pharmakeia. Pharmakeia in Greek. What does that mean? Where do we get our drugs from? Pharmacy. I thought it was going to be like illegal drugs like in the end times. No, folks. Boom. Vaccinations. They call them vaccinations. They are not vaccines. They are mRNA. Messenger RNA. Directions, basically, to your cells on what to do. Moving along, folks. Moving right along. We've been warning you that they are coming after the children and now the hour is at hand. All of the Judas Iscariots are in place and they will show their hand and do the unthinkable. Betraying the trust of every parent, every grandparent, every child in America as they escalate their diabolical depopulation program to devastate an entire generation of kids. Where is the anger? Where is the outrage? They're not. Uh, it says, we've been warning you. So they've been warning us this whole time, this whole time, that this was going to happen. But do people listen? No. They will do that this week by making the poisonous COVID injection part of that required child vaccine schedule. Most parents won't even know that in most states, they have the option of opting out through a religious exemption. They will just hand their kids over to these merchants of techno-totalitarianism and medical and madmen. Even if you do opt out by getting a religious exemption, you are risking the chance of your child being injected without your knowledge and against your will. 
Just like at the schools. They're doing it at the schools, people. They'll take your child to get an abortion at the school and you don't even know. They'll cut off your daughter's breasts or whatever. You have no say so. They'll inject your little boy with hormone castration, chemical castration. You don't even know. They're evil, wretched, wicked, vile people. The Bible says that they will invent new ways to be evil. Well, they are inventing new ways to be evil. Every day. It's so hard to live in this wretched, wretched world. I long for my heavenly home. Don't you? Don't you? The whole world groans in anticipation of Christ coming back. I'm going to do a Bible study later on. Um, I wanted to do one, and it's, um, it's in Isaiah, Choose Life. So we'll talk about that. And another one I wanted to work on um, is the book of John. I love the book of John it is uh it's my favorite you know the word was God the word was God and so we'll talk about that Jesus was fully God and fully human so that's going to be um what I'll be doing my study on this week so that's two studies we'll be doing anyway just in case you wanted to anyway so going on says if you're still sending your children to public school now is the time to get them out homeschooling sounds daunting to the average parent but trust me he says it can be done and you don't need some advanced degree because most of the parents i know who work in various fields are much smarter than the average professional teacher yes there are superstar teachers my brother's one of them anyway um but the vast majority are of average iq at best and so anyway, uh, you can take control of your own child's education. Do not let them destroy your child's life over your lack of self-confidence. Most communities also have homeschool co-ops in which parents share teaching responsibilities. One parent is good at math and teaches all the kids math. Another is good at writing and literature and teaches that. Another is good in history and social studies and loves to share his or her knowledge on that. Time to wake up, folks. Pull your resources get it done there are churches that also have schools so check into that as well that's your most that's that's a really good resource um get your kids into a church school well check out what kind of church school it is but anyway if you can't homeschool so uh the inclusion of the covid death shot on the childhood vaccine schedule is being done for one reason and one reason only when the children start falling over dead no one will be held accountable not criminally not civilly and they're already falling on Friday evening, authorities announced that a 17-year-old student at Naperville North High School, Daniel Moshi of Franklin Park, Illinois, had died suddenly during a choir rehearsal. If you're watching uh, this on Rumble, you can see him right there. May God comfort his family and friends in that community. Daniel died suddenly after he collapsed on stage. He had no known serious health issues. He joins hundreds of other people, young people who just die suddenly in their sleep on stage or on the athletic field man guys uh more than a thousand such cases have been documented in the last 18 months since the covid shots were rolled out these are just the ones we know of most go unreported sorry it always makes me ups uh always gets me upset because you know they're so evil they don't care who they kill they don't care you know we have to think about these things folks if you're not telling these children about jesus christ you know the schools aren't the schools are telling them about satan you know satan's a good guy they're telling you they're telling their children that evolution millions of years ago the earth was created out of nothing <laughs> what if you don't tell your 
children about Jesus, the world will tell them about Satan. And they don't even have to use the word Satan. It's the love of the world, the lust of the eyes. It just makes you want. We should really think about this, folks. This is a life and death situation. And I'm talking an eternal life and eternal death. What if that young man did not know Jesus Christ? What if Daniel Moshi did not know Jesus Christ? He was 17 years old. He's at the age of accountability. And he died not knowing Christ. Where do you think he went? He went to hell, folks. That is the truth. Are you going to sit around and not tell people about Jesus? Now is not the time to be sitting on our hands, being afraid of what our friends will think, being afraid of what anybody's going to say to us. Oh my gosh, you Christian. You Christians, what? Really? Now is not the time to be afraid or worried or what people think. It is their eternal life that's at stake. At least show them the truth. Tell them the truth no matter what it costs. Because in the end, we know where we're going. And in the end, we know where they're going to go if they don't know Jesus. Now is not the time to be scared or chicken little. Now is the time to be bold for Jesus. What have you got to lose? What have you got to lose? What can man do to you? What can they do to you? <laughs> we're not to fear man. We're to fear God who can throw us into hell. That's who you should fear. Remember what Christ said? If you deny me, I will deny you in front of my Father. If you can't talk to people, if you don't have the uh, the resources, or if you don't have, like, you don't feel that you can, do something. Get flyers. Do something. Get pamphlets. Whatever. Put them places. Do whatever you can. To share the love of Christ. Whatever you can do. Hand out Bibles. Do whatever it takes. Do whatever. If you can't physically tell somebody about Jesus. Hand them a pamphlet. Do whatever you can. Leave pamphlets in places. Do whatever you can. But do something. You're here for a reason. Do something with the time that God has given you. He's going to ask you. When you get up there. What did you do? Remember the talents. Like oh I hid my talent. Because I knew that my master was you know. Was 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 mean? He wanted you whatever, right? Don't hide your talent, your your wealth, whatever that God has given you. Don't hide it. Don't bury that. Use it. Now's the time to use what God has given us. I'm talking to myself too. We got to get out there and be bold for Jesus Christ. That's my prayer that God would always give us boldness. Anyway, you guys can get up and read this. Um, Read this article at legalhomanhohmann.com because if I read more of it, I'm going to be a crying mess because I I get so mad, I get angry, and then I get upset, then I get sad. You ever know those people that get, get mad and then they get sad? <laughs> anyway, uh, I can't I can't do that because I will be so angry. What else? Well, folks, looks like I've come to... Uh, the end of this program and I didn't get to cover everything that I wanted to so uh, be looking for the next episode I'll be doing here shortly and I'm going to cover uh, the doctors okay 
um, that many young doctors that have died since the COVID uh, vaccine rollout. I think that's very important um, to talk about. My doctor passed away, um, and I think it had a lot to do with that as well. Um, the increase in cancers and all kinds of stuff that this vaccine is bringing along with it. And so I want to talk about that too. So, so stay tuned, guys, if you can. Uh, I will be posting that um, episode here pretty quickly, hopefully uh, later on this evening. And uh, I'll try to get that done. So anyway, um, we covered a lot of stuff today, lots and lots of stuff. And um, I hope that you guys can see how this is all playing into end times prophecy. And I hope um, that this guy, that this shows y'all that the Bible is true. Um, the Bible is God, our Father, is the only one who knows the end from the beginning. Okay, he knows that he sees it from the beginning of time because there is no time with him. With God, Almighty, Elohim, with them, when he looks, he knows everything. He knows it all. He knows how it's going to end. He knows. He is sovereign. He is omnipotent. He is God Almighty. He knows all. He sees all. He is everywhere, all-powerful, all-knowing. What a mighty God that we serve. And if you're not a Christian, if you're not one of my brothers or sisters, I implore you. Today is the day of salvation. Please, gosh, do not wait. We have all these things that are coming about. And folks, if we were raptured out today, this very instant we were gone, where would you be? What would happen to you? Would you be left behind or would you go with us? The Bible says we're, we're in the end times that there will be mockers and scoffers. Where's the coming of him? And what really hurts my heart is the main people who were mocking and scoffing are Christians or Christians in name only. Kind of like rhinos. I don't know what you call them. Sinos. Christian in name only, perhaps. The Bible says that broad is the way to hell and many are there who find it. But narrow is the way to life and few go by through that gate very few it's not going to be masses of people that are going to heaven very few are those that find it find the way jesus christ is the way the truth and the life and nobody comes to the father except through jesus christ he's the only way there aren't hundreds of ways to heaven. there are thousands of ways to heaven there's one way to heaven, and that is through Jesus Christ, through the blood sacrifice of the Lamb. Folks, now is not the time to be on the fence. Now, you know, you have a decision to make. You know, uh, God doesn't send you to hell. You send yourself to hell by rejecting Jesus Christ. So remember that. Remember that God loves you so much that he gave his only begotten son. That we would have a way. Because we couldn't do it. I don't care what people tell you. You can't, number one, pay your way out of hell. You can't do it. Nobody else can pay your way out of hell. Nobody can. There is no purgatory. Nothing. None of that. I don't care who tells you that. I don't care. The Pope is the false prophet. If he's not the false prophet, he is most definitely a false prophet. Folks, if you do not get in the word of God for yourself, 
you will be led astray because number one, you don't know the word. Anybody could tell you whatever and you'll be like, oh, that sounds good because you don't know. Let me tell you something. If you know the word of God, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. I went to a church one day and I was sitting there and this pastor said, I'm not kidding you. He said, you know, if Jesus had a hairline fracture, like he probably had a hairline, fra- whatever. And I was like, that's a lie. That's false. That's blasphemy. Number one, the Bible says not one bone in his body was broken. Not one. That means no hairline fracture, no nothing. If you don't know the word of God, you don't know. You got the Joel Osteen's of the world telling you all kinds of things. Itchy ears and all this stuff. And people are like, oh, yeah, yeah. He says Jesus. He says these Christianese. He read a, a line out of the Bible and then he incorporates this whole feel-good sermon from one line. Folks, these people are false. They're false. I have a book and it is called The Last Day's Remnant Believers. That's the paperback book. Uh, the Kindle version is Last uh, is Remnant Believers on Kindle. So just remnant believers, uh, or you can just put my name in Heather O'Daniel and it's going to boom, you'll, you'll find all of them on my author page. Um, but anyway, that book talks a lot about that. I call out false prophets, false teachers. I call out all kinds of things in that book. And I talk about the end times that we live in right now, what the Bible said these days would look like. And I start all the way back with before Israel was a nation and what the world looked like all the way to the end. Uh, it's probably one of my best books. I actually did an uh, interview on that book on the Weird Christian Podcast. Oh, my gosh. Um, anyway, that was a while back. Anyway, he's a pretty cool guy. I like him. Um, anyway, guys, if you haven't checked out Weird Christian Podcast, he does have some good things on there. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, guys, please get in the Word of God. Because if you don't get in the Word of God, people will tell you anything that leads you astray. And you won't know. You won't know because you didn't know the Word. What does the Bible say? I have hid your Word in my heart so that I would not sin against you. I think that's what King David said. Anyway, that guy's I'm going to get off of here. Trying to keep it under a little under an hour. <laughs> so anyway, but coming up next, I'm going to start doing that. It's going to be the doctors. While all of them have died, and the numerous ones that are young doctors that have died, we're going to talk about that next. And the two Bible studies that I'm going to do uh, starting tomorrow. Remember I told you guys I was going to try to start doing that on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to do the one in Isaiah. I'm going to talk about that. And if I don't do... The one fully in Isaiah, I am totally going to do the one in the book of John because I love the book of John. And so anyway, we will start that tomorrow. So with that, guys, get in the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, oh my goodness, please come quickly, Lord Jesus. May God bless each and every one of you. May he give you and I both boldness to preach his word in the end times and not to back down from this wokeism and all of the stuff that's in this world today. May we not back down. May we continue our fight, fight the good fight, run our race until he calls us home, whether that be the rapture or we die first, whichever one that the Lord comes to take us, whichever way, may we continue to fight the good fight. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you as we await the glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ.